Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of A Few Goodmen, where we talk about the movies of John Goodman. Today, we're going to be talking about Kong Skull Island. And Dana, I don't know about you. I like this is a good, pretty good movie, but I do not remember this movie even coming out. Um, I remember seeing a trailer for it. Um, because I remember uh, Sammy Jackson being. I remember he, I remember him being part of it, but that was it. I like okay. I watched this movie yesterday, and I don't remember anything that happens in this movie aside from the part where we saw Godzilla rip apart a giant squid, and that was cool. <laughs> really? Why? What, what was your mental state while you're watching it? I turned my brain off completely, and here, like. I liked this movie, but here's some, here's my thing. This movie is anxious a lot about if people like it or not. So as a result, this movie, like the first half of this movie, it's taking itself very seriously. Like there's a lot of people in suits having very serious conversations being like, you can't do that. This is the military or, so, or whatever it is they say. No, Mark, okay, I'm, then, gonna, I'm, I'm stopping you right there. You... No, this movie, did you watch like the 2000, so this movie is uh, in this shared cinematic universe uh, called the, uh, it's like the, um, oh shoot, I just, I just looked it up, I'm, I'm going back, it's the Monsterverse, it's the um, legendary Monsterverse, it's one of, there's so far four movies in this series, did you watch the first movie in this series? Um, the 2014 Godzilla movie. I did not. Because that movie is awful. And that movie is exactly what you're talking about. And I was going like, oh man, is this going to be just a movie where a bunch of people are talking about this monster? No. Like, within three no, minutes, here's, here's... you see it. You see Godzilla. I mean, you see King Kong within three minutes of the of the movie. I mean, no, no, I'm not necessarily criticizing it. I just think that this movie needs to relax a bit because it's like, hey, you're giving us what we're here for. Relax. We're all friends here. Also, like that... when you turn on this movie, you're just like, I'm here to see giant monsters fight each other. And you know what? That's exactly what we got. And then there was some kind of plot line that vaguely strung it along. Yeah, but Mark, that part you're talking about with like the, them talking with like the military and the government and all that is literally only the first 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah, and I just remember thinking, like, I am here to see fucking a monkey punch something. God, Mark, so many of these movies, like that that Godzilla movie that has uh, starring Brian Cranston, um, like they it has like twenty minutes at most of Godzilla in like a two hour long movie. This film, like twenty minutes into the movie, there is a scene with like King Kong versus like an entire fleet of attack helicopters. <laughs> oh no, I saw it. I was into it, Dana, because this movie gave me everything I wanted when I turned the movie on. I was like, okay, just give me monkeys punching each other. And that's what it gave me. Yeah. I, you know what? I did not start this movie expecting to like it. And I, um, I didn't like, I like this movie so much it actually put me in a good mood. Like like it like you know like when you see just a genuinely good movie how 
it has a way of lifting your spirits. Oh, absolutely. And this is one of those movies where it's like, I wasn't expecting much, but it exceeded my expectations and I liked it. Yeah, and it has a such a cool cast. I really, okay, and also John Goodman effectively plays like two characters in this movie. Um, at the very beginning, he's like charming. <laughs> he's like the charming John Goodman. And then there's like a turn and all of a sudden he becomes villain yeah. John Goodman. Um, yeah, and it, like it's not really clear. Like, okay, I didn't. I don't care about a single fucking person in this movie it, except for John C. Ryan. Yeah, yeah. And also, I did not know John. He, I did not know he was in this movie until he emerged. <laughs> oh, really? No, I honestly did not know any. I didn't look. Like, I knew two people were in this movie before I started watching it today. Um, I knew that Samuel, I could Samuel Jackson and John Goodman. Yeah, and then like obviously like Tom Hiddleston was there, and like I don't like again. I watched this movie yesterday. I couldn't tell you what any of those characters were named, what any of them wanted. The only character I cared about, like even John Goodman, like he he was like kind of a fancy pants gentleman at the beginning of it, and then by the end of it, and then like he gets eaten by a dinosaur, and that was neat. But the only character I cared about was the John C. Riley character because he had an interesting backstory. It was clear what he wanted, and you wanted the character su- to succeed. Everybody else is like, I'm just here to watch that guy get eaten by dinosaurs. Also, you know what? Okay, this is something that I actually quite like when it's done well. And I think that this movie did a pretty good job at it where they, they, they'll hint at exposition, but they don't go out of their way to explain things. Um. Like, we know that John Goodman's character survived a, a monster attack. Uh, we don't know which monster it is because in this cinematic universe, there's two monsters left. There's King Kong and there's Godzilla. Um, and there's a movie coming out next month, which is the fourth in this universe, uh, King Kong versus Godzilla, or Godzilla versus, uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Um, well, and if this movie is any indication, that's going to be fun as fuck. No, but the problem is, is that like so far, I've now seen two of the of the three movies that have been released, and this movie is unbelievably better than the uh, than the Godzilla movie. I didn't see the um, the second Godzilla movie, Godzilla King of Monsters. Um, but yeah, and it's all like I think directed by different people, so I, I you know, who knows. But uh, it's legendary. Legendary Entertainment owns the rights to it. Also, did you know that this, that there's only been three Godzilla movies entirely produced by American by an American company, um, and there's been thirty five Godzilla movies. Oh yeah, I, I like it. I'm, he must be huge in Japan, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> well, he is a Japanese character. Um, yeah, totally. Uh, did you ever watch Godzilla 2000? I think so. Starring Matthew Broderick? There were... oh, okay, yeah, I saw that one. I don't remember if it was good no, or it's not. not. <laughs> it is not good. Um, but here's the thing. Most of these monster movies aren't good. No, no, but the, the reason... It, but it's not good in a way that is also not fun. Um, it didn't... Like, this movie... Like it didn't need this movie didn't need to be as good as it was. It could have just been fun. But... No, and that's a. But here's the thing: like, if it like, 
I remember watching that Godzilla movie and not having any fun. Like most of these monster movies are just kind of like most of these monster movies again, like take themselves very seriously. So like I was nervous in that first 15 minutes of this movie or it was take. And then like, as the movie went, it just kept getting more and more ridiculous. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. Also this movie is like, so this movie takes place immediately following the end of the Vietnam war. Like immediately, like literally the day after. <laughs> and um, this movie has like a lot of like Apocalypse Now homages that are like kind of really subtle, but real fun. Um, yeah, it like uh, there's definitely like some vibes to that. Uh, there's also a bit of a Jurassic Park feel here as well. Did you not? Did you catch the direct Jurassic Park reference? No, what was Samuel L. Jackson says his famous line right before they go for like they're in a helicopter and they're about to they're flying to Skull Island and Skull Island is basically protected by this permanent hurricane. And um, Samuel L. Jackson is like this decorated war veteran um, who is like the colonel of a um, a helicopter um, squad who is escorting these scientists to the island, you know, very monster movie beginning. Um, And right before they go right before this whole big fleet of helicopters goes into the storm, he's uh, like, uh, he goes, hold on to your butts. Oh, you see, I missed that completely. Which is his line from Jurassic Park. I never do that. Yeah. When was the last time you watched Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park? Um, probably two years ago. I like I watch it every few years because it's great and it's one of those movies that still holds up like exceptionally. You know what? Well. Then that's weird because I have not seen that movie in probably like twenty five years and I remember that line. Um can't for the life of me remember the hold on to your butts line but like i know it's in it's there right before like samuel jackson's like smoking a cigarette and he's doing something on the computer and he's about to press it's about the power he's turning back on the power i think okay um yeah uh, that's like it's a very it's a younger it's a younger sammy J. samuel l jackson i i like in this movie this movie is definitely like i feel I would not be surprised if I found out that they wrote this role specifically for him. I imagine they probably because they did. played he into was all of like... his strengths. Yeah, yeah. Except he doesn't yell, "Mother." Uh, I also, mother. I've had it with these motherfucking <laughs> monkeys on this motherfucking island. Uh, the one thing I have here is I don't think like Kate. It's it's miraculous to think how far the King Kong movies have come. Because, like, they didn't used to have this much thought put into them. It used to be like, oh, we have a monkey suit on set. Like, all right, guess we're making a big monkey no, movie. No, it started with stop, stop, uh, like, stop motion animation. Oh, really? Pretty sure. Um, Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how, like, because when, let's see, I'm going to uh, first you say Godzilla or King Kong? Yeah, King Kong. First King Kong movie. King Kong. Um, King Kong movie. Yeah, 1933. Um, 
Yeah, this is like, I'm pretty sure that, or at least in, there might have been elements of stop motion, because when he's like swatting the planes and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I never thought of it as a guy in a suit, but I don't know. Um, yeah, they build like a miniature city but yeah, and stuff. From, since 1933, uh, King Kong has come a long way. Did you, you watched the Peter Jackson one, right? Didn't you say you saw that on a plane? I saw it on a plane, which wasn't an ideal place to see it. I remember Jack Black was in it. Wasn't it pretty much just a remake of the original? Yes, yes. It was a it was a remake of the original because Peter Jackson was in, incredibly inspired by the uh, by the original, if I remember correctly. And like the only thing I really remember from that one is um, King Kong fights like a T Rex and like kills the T Rex by like breaking its jaw or whatever like snapping its neck opening its mouth but that one oh yeah and he does that in yeah this but no too. but it doesn't kill him i thought that i i honestly thought that that was going to be the way that the um whatever the the skull crawler or whatever <laughs> they never give it a name oh yeah yeah oh yeah i call them skull crawlers why it sounds cool <laughs> Now that I say it out loud, it doesn't sound as cool. Yeah, that character yeah, okay, was great. So John C. Riley. Um, at the the, the the movie begins with these two World War II fighter pilots crashing on this island, and then these is a Japanese guy and an American guy, and then they fight, and it's basically they're about to the Japanese guy. He's about to kill the American, and then King Kong appears. And then credits, it opening credits, um, where you kind of see like a that that very classic like here's everything that's happening in between this scene and when the movie takes place. Uh, and then you find out that like John C. Riley is that um, World War II s- soldier uh, who's been living on the island for like twenty eight years. Um. Dude, and I love that. I and, love that. Oh, for he's him. so good. He's also also this movie has like two different types of humor. There's like I, I laughed a lot, I think, at scenes that were supposed to be like touching. I don't know. Like there's this one scene where this soldier, he's like holding grenades with the idea that like the monster is gonna eat him and he's gonna blow up the um uh, the monster. And then the guy Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a monster and like and hits him with explode. his tail and it's like and nah, then he just explodes because ah. he smashes into a mountain <laughs> oh man it's like you dumb motherfucker you didn't there's have also to do like that. there's these scenes where king kong is like holding helicopters and like shaking the people out of them oh man i was laughing um this is like ripping them open like peanuts <laughs> packages but um then there's like John C. Riley who had stuff that I think that they wanted to be funny and was also funny. Like that scene where he's talking about like the names, but also he's just, he's got this, he's got one line in particular that I actually wrote down where he's like, um, he's like, did we win? Did we win the war? And then Tom Hiddleston's character, who's like a British um, special agent or whatever. I don't, I, he was, he was the their guide. He's like, which one? And then John C. Riley was like, um, yeah, that, that makes, you know, that checks out. Like, <laughs> like, 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a and also, we haven't mentioned the fact that like Brie Larson is in this as like a photographer. Um, and also the token sexy blonde. Um, yeah, like, like it's again one of those movies. It's like eight dudes and one woman that's well, like two women, there. but yeah, doesn't take away from your point. Yeah, but here's the thing: I can't remember two women. There was another scientist. Um, I can't remember her name, but she was Asian. She was hanging out with the black scientist. Oh right. I remember watching this movie thinking, like, there are a lot of really good-looking people in this. Yeah. Like, nobody's ugly. Even, like, even like the older people. Like, John C. Riley is still, like... This, I mean, he's, like, there's there's no one in this movie that's, No, there like, was people who were unattractive, Mark. They, they all got killed. Um... <laughs> Oh, that's true. Honestly, there was like these two sexy scientists. One's like a biologist, and one's like a geologist. Um, and then a sexy, and, and then like, like all scientists, and then like a sexy gorgeous. photographer and a sexy British agent. And I was like, these four people are all going to survive until the end of. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> Of course, of course that you don't kill off Tom Hiddleston, who, like, you know, he was supposed to be the star of the movie. I can't remember his character's name. I can't remember what his character was there for. I don't like the only character I remember is John C. (laughs) Riley. Oh, because he had an interesting story, and then the rest of them were just like, oh, you're fucking Loki from. Yeah, but so movies. the whole thing is that he, they're like assembling a team at the beginning, um, and they need to hire like a guide, somebody who's spent a lot of time in like the jungle. Um, so they hire that guy, um, and then Brie Larson's character is suspicious of the whole story, so she wants she's like an anti-war photographer. Um, she's wanting to like shed light on something. I don't, and so she gets on board. There's these scientists. Also, the guy who plays Holt's husband is possibly the worst. The, yeah, he's like the yeah. most boring character in the entire movie. Um, unfortunately. I mean, but I was happy to see yeah, him he, there nonetheless. I'm ha- I'm just happy that oh, that guy's working. He gets working. lots of work. Um, but his character in this movie could have been replaced with a single line of dialogue. Um, and then he gets stepped on. <laughs> yeah, he, he was oh, there to a be lot of stepped people, on. I think it's like, just he gets fisted to death, which is great. Um, I thought that was great. I like that John yeah, Goodman got yeah. eaten. He just went like his his camera started flashing, and he's just like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. He gets eaten by like creatures that live on this island that are being held back by Kong, um, who is the king of the island. And oh yeah, John C. Riley. He's also living with these like this native population, like the the people who like live on the island for. And he says they don't age, which is kind of strange. Um, My, like, the one thing that, like, I know that it's not supposed to be realistic, but it would take him a bit to get back into English. Uh, he could have been speaking the entire time. 
No, because he was speaking like to English who? to the population. I, I suppose. Why wouldn't you just learn their language at that yeah, point? Yeah, but remember, they were like, they years. communicated silently. No, it's not the oh, because suppose. he had that moment. He well, had that moment with them where he just English held too. his hands out and he was like, and then they nodded and he was like, thank you. He goes like, oh, they're, they, they, they say you can stay here. Um, and he was like, I've just been around them long enough. I can understand. Uh, also, apparently he learned one, at least one phrase in Japanese where he's, <laughs> he has a, he has a sword and he's about to attack a dinosaur. And he says death before dishonor, but in Japanese, um, <laughs> honestly, Mark, I, I liked his characters. I liked his Which, characters so much weird. that at the halfway mark, I skipped to the very end of the movie just to make sure he was still alive and then went back to the halfway mark. Well, okay, and that's what I like. Like, the most satisfying part of this movie is the post-scene credit scene. Like, the post-credit scene no, where no, you get to see him reunite scene. with his the family. Scene like, is okay, bullshit. Yeah, that's... The post-credit scene is awful. You're talking about the credit scene, the scene that's happening during the credits. Okay, I didn't see oh, there was an I actual post credit scene, scene because man. I left it on. I, I just happened to leave it on like the window and I was like looking at something else, and then all of a sudden I hear Tom Hiddleston talking about like to- Tom Hiddleston talking. So I, I switch it back to YouTube and it's him and Brie Larson sitting in an interrogation room. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're being recruited to be part of the um that government organization that um, um, John Goodman and the other characters were part of that like hunt monsters. And they're like, the King Kong wasn't the only one. And then they start showing like footage of Godzilla and stuff like that. So like, they're really just trying to oh, yeah, 100%. do like an Avengers But I mean, it here. is like a, sh- yeah. I mean, Avengers is the thing that, that, created this whole um not only the post scene but also like the shared cinematic universe um and i think that they do it well i don't think that like most but people honestly that are copying Mark, it i was just thinking well. there's four actors in this movie who are in the marvel cinematic universe at least four oh four God, that i can think right. of immediately and i've only seen 10 of the 22 movies there's brie larson Okay, so Brie, Brie Larson, Riley. Samuel Jackson, uh, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. John C. Riley. Didn't oh, you see I that didn't movie? know that. He plays. I did, but like, it's been a remember, very long time. I, I remember very little about, about that movie, but when like the Guardians or whatever are having their mug shots taken, he's like one of those guys. He's like plays like a like a space cop or something like that. They they call okay. themselves the Guardians of the Galaxy. I think he says that line. He was in all like the trailers and everything. Anyway, but yeah, I also did you see okay. um, Brie Larson's Marvel movie, Captain Marvel? No, I didn't. But I do. I really like. No, but I really like Brie. Like I saw her in she's, Room. Like you know, and so I know okay, she's so good. Her career is actually like really interesting, um, because she's also on Community. Yeah, 
uh, weird thing is she's also a huge Legend of Zelda fan. And recently she said in an interview that she would like to play Zelda in a movie. And of course, because Zelda fans are fucking ridiculous, she abso- they absolutely lost their mind at the idea of Brie Larson playing Zelda. And I pointed out like, well, okay, like even if you didn't like Captain Marvel, she's an Oscar winning actress. She won an Oscar for playing Rue, uh, for playing the lead in the movie Room. And one dude said to me, the Oscars only gave her that Oscar because they wanted to pander to women. They only gave her... And I'm like, she won the award for best actress. To pander to women? Yes. Mark, you hang out on really dumb parts of the internet. (laughs) Uh, Well, no, here's the thing. Because I like a lot of dumb shit. I fucking love shit. I love Nintendo, and I love like the Persona no, series, and Mark, I love video the, games and the, the Simpsons. Dumb. It's and not the, the stuff that's is, dumb. A it's lot the, of the fandom that, that's dumb. It's the fandom that's dumb. That's exactly what I was about to say. The fandom to all of that shit is kind has at the very least subsections oh, that are really dumb. Yeah, like I mean, also you know what? She's in one of my all-time favorite movies. Um, which is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yeah, she plays um, Envy. That is a great movie. Oh, yeah. And that's Hello actually her singing. Again, friend of a it's, friend. A cover, it's, it's a cover of a metric yeah, song, but they good. re-recorded really it with good. the vocals. Um, yeah, she's, oh, she's so good. And she's so fun in that movie. And she plays Abed's girlfriend in Community. Like, and and yeah, I've never seen Room. Yeah, she's great. Um, people, uh, I like Room is one of like I don't read a lot, but Room was one of those books that like I started reading. Isn't it like about put it down a mother and her, her child who are locked so, in a room? Yes, that's exactly what it is. And it's fucking like if you're like me and you just are like a weird true crime. I'm not. Then yeah, it's riveting. I don't do, I don't watch anything true crime. But. Oh, so then you probably would. There's no reason I haven't seen it. I just, I just haven't. It it, it sometimes gets brought up when, when it sometimes gets, um, there's some miscommunications that have happened around the room. Um, because of that movie. Okay, see, I I would be pissed either way. If I went to a movie thinking it was Room, and I'm like, I'm about to go see Brie Larson and the oh, thing that gave her Oscar, and it was The Room, okay, no, I wouldn't be pissed. I would only be pissed if I went and saw Room, and <laughs> or if I went to see The Room, no, I, and like, it I'm was just, Room. Like, when I've talked about the room and people are like, really? And then, cause they didn't know about the room. They thought I was talking about room. Um, <laughs> very, very different movie. Like Brie Larson. <laughs> You're tearing me apart, Lisa. And Brie Larson <laughs> went on to win the Oscar. Oh man. You're being Anyway, I've got breast Johnny. cancer. <laughs> I've definitely got the cancer, and then it never comes up again. 
Did you see the movie the The Disaster Artist? I love the part. I I love Seth Rogen in that movie where, like, (laughs) Tommy Wiseau is doing, like, and this is a scene that is actually in the book. There's, uh,. Like, there's the scene where, like, Tommy Wiseau has that, is uh, directing that scene where he's talking about, like, oh, you know, I knew such and such, and then they got murdered. And he goes, ha, 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 what a story, Mark. They stop him, and they're like, okay, so this story that you've written, that you yourself have written for this script, (laughs) this isn't a funny story, Tommy. (laughs) And that's in the book where, like, he kept laughing during that scene, oh, and people would be if, like, if, "It's if not you funny." You are man. a fan of audiobooks at all? The the Disaster Artist as an audiobook is amazing. Um, because Greg Sestero, who wrote it and also um plays Mark, uh, does the best Tommy Wiseau impersonation. Um. Whenever he's whenever oh, he he's quoting Tommy, yeah, the thing. and there's so much there's so much more to the story that's not in the movie. Um, oh, it's so it's so good. Also, James Franco did a really good job, I think. Uh, at but, I think so too. I think I feel like it would have been like I feel like he was robbed a little bit by not getting the nod that year because he did a really good job of playing Tommy Wiseau but like didn't some shit go down and like he tweeted something oh, or yeah. he texted an un- like um, somebody something he gross. had like he's he's one of those he's one of those people who's like uh, he's kind of tiptoed around like the the kind of gross line never really fully gone over it um yeah, he's he, he, it's it's always kind of questionable. He's he's a questionable guy. He's never fully out. I don't know. If I say this, if I say anything in defense or condemnation about, it, I'm going to be probably be wrong. But every time I've tried, every time I've looked into it, like he he was like yeah, texting like... with somebody or something like that, and thought that they were older, and then stopped when he found out how old they were. Or something like that. I don't know. I, it the whole thing's weird. I mean, like he's not like as bad as like a Casey Affleck, but he's like not definitely not great. Um, I mean, wasn't it Matthew Good that said? If yeah, but the only reason I brought up Casey people, Affleck is because he was nominated for Academy Award like almost like the same year. Um, yeah, so it has nothing to do with he has nothing to do with. Reputation or anything like that. Also, there are people now who who only saw the movie who thought that Greg Sestero was supposed to be in an episode of um, Malcolm in the Middle, uh, but he wasn't. That was that was a part made up. It was just because yeah, they exactly. Could, it was because they um, could get Brian, Brian Cranston, Cranston playing like a twenty year younger version of Brian Cranston. <laughs> Which. <laughs> I, I didn't really buy. Um, do we have anything more to say about Watch it? Kong like Skull? I honestly, I, I I sat down today. Um, I my intention was to put it on and then just kind of have it on in the background. Um, and I ended up sitting and just watching the whole movie. 
yeah, you know what? This is a, like turn off your brain, watch some also, monsters like, rip each you, other apart, and you'll have a lot of fun. Of, like, there's like I feel like there's two target audiences for this movie. Are you a fan of monster movies? Then this is like the obvious like target audience. But if also if you're a fan of like Vietnam movies, there's like a lot of like Vietnam War movie um like tropes and homages and everything like that. There's like some shots that almost feel directly like taken out of Apocalypse Now. Um like of sunrises and stuff like that. And also because there's, there's some pretty famous like helicopter scenes in Apocalypse Now. Um particularly with helicopters dropping bombs. And yeah, there's there's like a there's like an overhead slow motion shot of helicopters where you're seeing like the propellers like going real slow as they're going over the jungle like that's like a real apocalypse now shot um it's a real interesting combination to do like vietnam war movie slash monster movie but also not have it during the vietnam war just having it with vietnam soldiers who should be going home um and most of them don't um i knew that that one white kid uh, was going to survive because he just looks too innocent for them to kill. I, yeah, the guy, been, he eventually turns his gun on kid, um, Sammy J. And that's when you're like, yeah, he's going to survive. He's now um, sided up with the people. <laughs> um, yeah, also... Speaking of Jurassic gonna... Park, there's one person who's torn apart by birds, and it reminded me of um, Jurassic World, um, where there's that one babysitter who gets like who gets like eaten by three different dinosaurs. <laughs> but like that part was really cool. Like you saw like this bird ripping this guy apart. Like it rips his arm off, and the and they're just like, "But we got to go back." It's like there's nothing that could be done. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Gotta let that bird eat that guy. Sorry, it's just like sudden. Like he just he's just like grabbed off the boat. (laughs) Oh, this movie's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, Mark, I got to be honest with you. I I teared up a little bit when I was watching um, John C. Riley meet his son, and. And then, and then he's sitting down and yeah, he's watching the so Chicago Cubs right? while, while drinking a beer and eating a hot dog. Uh, that's the last thing you see in the movie. And it's like, oh, smart enough perfect. to turn the movie off after that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because apparently there's some bullshit afterwards. Um, yeah, what yeah. Should we do I, next I realize week? as soon as, I guess as, we soon did, as we we said go that, that we hadn't. <laughs> once again, we hadn't prepared. Um, yeah, what is it? Uh, you know what? I have a suggestion. Oh yeah, we had talked about doing what this about movie. Coyote um, Ugly. I've never. Have you ever seen it? I have. I went and saw it for my on my twelfth birthday or eleventh. It was one of my birthdays. Anyway, yeah, there was, but I, because girls, what um, you know that Kevin Smith did a write on this script.
Yeah, and like the yeah, only yeah. lot, like they um, kept like and, one like, line. All these, I guess there's all these jokes about New Jersey that he didn't write that are in the movie. Yeah, because I remember it's one of the, the evening like whiffs where his wife shit. was talking about like, oh, that's obviously him. Um, you would have been 12 because it came out in year 2000. This movie came out 21 years ago. Yes. So I went... Yeah. And you know what? I think I've seen this movie twice. I saw it one other yeah, time. Like and John you know Gibson what? I don't like remember hating or a bartender this movie. Or something? I think he she plays. Yeah, no, I think a I saw. Dad. I think I watched I think the trailer, plays, and like, I think he's like. I saw him in the, the bar. Maybe I don't know. It's been a while, but I think he's like the dad. Also, I see that Leanne Rhymes did a, did a song called "Can't Fight the Moonlight." I mean, you've got to love you some D- Leanne Rhymes. All right, so next week we're going to be covering. Oh, uh, oh but before be we go, Coyote let's Ugly. I take already a forgot what movie it was. To acknowledge some really good news. Um, Rush Limbaugh's dead. Okay. Yeah, fuck that guy. Oh yeah, um, and fuck the Ding police. Dong the Witch is dead. <laughs> Uh, I think the best. Uh, I think the best joke I saw about it was somebody tweeted like, "Ah, there <laughs> no, we my go. favorite joke Cancer was if, if Rush Limbaugh one. hated gender-neutral bathrooms so much, why is his graveyard going to be one?" <laughs> I did see that one, but I also know you posted it, so I wasn't going to steal it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, that is the Fuck best one. Guy. I love how I love so much that everybody is on the. It is I'm a good news that Rush Limbaugh with. is dead. Um, Me too. But here's the thing: I like there were less people <laughs> defending. There were more people defending Bin Laden when he died. Not defending, just being like, "Hey guys, don't celebrate the death of somebody." But as soon as Rush Limbaugh dies, they're like, "Oh yeah." Fuck that guy, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Oh, man. It's goddamn yeah, AIDS Kate countdowns and Oh, also, um his the, fucking years the Trump of garbage casino in Atlanta got demolished. I don't know why, but it's just hilarious to watch the footage. Oh really? Why? <laughs> oh, that sounds that that must be very yeah. satisfying. All right, so come back yeah, next week. We're going to be talking coyote ugly. Thanks uh, very much for listening.